Good day, everyone. You're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 95, Reps and Sets to Feel the Best. I'm your host, Alex, and today I have the honor to have Kwa Joe as my guest on the go- on the show. How are you doing today? Yes, <laughs> I am doing awesome. I, can, I, can I start with something, Alex? I, do, I don't mean to ruin your flow. No, no, go ahead. Your vocals on the <laughs> mic, boy, are ridiculous. You, you got some bass in that voice. And uh, it's addictive. I love it. And the show is amazing. And it is truly an honor to be on Time for Your Hobby. Oh, man. Thank you. And you know what? This is another Ottawa podcaster here. I'm, we're going to go through the links and everything like that. But also, I got to give a shout out to your deep voice. Come on. Like, your voice is very <laughs> soothing. It's very warm. It's very welcoming. Now we're just patting each other yeah. on the back. <laughs> All right. This is the, the most complimentary show ever. Yeah. But yeah, thank you very much. Every five seconds, we're going to say, great voice. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But yes, today we're going to be talking to Quajo about his hobby, which is working out. But before that, who is Quajo? Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm a, a medical doctor in Ottawa. I do um, intensive care and um, palliative care. And I host, as you mentioned, uh, a, a podcast called Solving Healthcare, in which we try and make, we try and look at ways to make healthcare more sustainable. And, you know, um, when we connected, it was all about, you know, what are what are my hobbies? And for me, it's working out, which is a huge, huge stress relief, especially in my world where, you know, in the intensive care unit, it's, it's crazy, Alex. Like, uh, you know, every day you don't know what's coming through the door. You, you know, it's young patients, it's old patients, and you're trying your best to make, you know, try and save a life. And, you know, on the other end of palliative care where it's, you see a lot of it's all it's, it's about death and dying and and uh, you know that could be stressful at times so you know working out exercise hockey for me these are all ways of decompressing and de- getting rid of that uh, tension so huge part of my life and i'm so glad to be able to chat about it today man man that's awesome i love how you're a jack of all trades you're a doctor you're a podcaster you're a fitness i wouldn't say fanatic but a fitness lover like you love staying in shape you love staying healthy which is great which i see the connection between all three and today we're going to definitely talk about the fitness aspect the working out but you did mention you have a podcast and we got to show these people where they can find you. So not just your podcast, but anything else. If you have a project you're working on, would you love to share it? If you have websites, would you love to share that too? So anything where people can learn more about you and support you? Yeah, I, I appreciate that, Alex. So in terms of well, the, the podcast, it's called Solving Healthcare, which you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, um, Google Play, Spotify, or everywhere. Um, (laughs) We also have a research group called Resource Optimization Network in which we basically look at ways at how to make healthcare more sustainable. So like groups that are looking to, you know, do an economic evaluation of their program. This is like, this is what we do. We try and show you how we could, how you could save money. Um, and you know, in terms of the podcast and the, the group, we have a Facebook group at, at quadcast, same thing on Twitter, same thing on Instagram. And then, um, comments are left at quadcast 99 at gmail.com. That's perfect. You know what? I'll put all that in the description below so people can go check check you out. Give some support. Po- po- give. I'm just stumbling on my words. Give some support. Show some love because, you know, 
Quadro is an awesome man. Just got to give that shout oh. out. And also, you know, we promise you have a nice voice. Remember every five oh seconds? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Every five seconds, you too, baby. And one thing I forgot to mention too is we do uh, sell merchandise as well, but all our all our profits go to local charities. So this month, um, for example, it goes to Ottawa Inner City Health. So really appreciate uh, any um, any interest. Perfect. I'll put that in the description as well, because, you know, I got to just show everything you're doing so people can come click it, follow. So, you know, pause the podcast for half a second, go click all those links, open them up and then listen to the podcast and stream at the same time. You're a human. You can multitask, right? Yeah, of course you can. (laughs) But now back to the topic of today, which is working out. How did you actually get introduced to it? Did you just find like a weight on the ground? Like, you know what? I'm gonna lift this up and just keep lifting it up forever. You know, it's funny. We, so I started off in high school, uh, late in high school, really not knowing what I was doing. I was one of these chest and by guys, ignoring legs kind of thing. And at that time, as a, you know, a teen, it was all about, you know, appearance, you know, and it's funny <laughs> how things, things change as you get older. But yeah, so I, I actually didn't get much guidance in terms of what to do in the gym and, you know, optimal reps, optimal sets, recovery, you know, I I never got any of that teaching. And so it wasn't until I was getting older and getting more sore and and worrying about injuries till I started to really do some research on the best approaches to achieve my goals. Um, And so, yeah, it was, it's one of those things that early on, there wasn't much guidance, but later on, you know, whether that's a little bit of self-taught through, you know, YouTube through um, reading books. Like uh, I have a I'm a big fan of uh, Kelly Strait's book, uh, The Supple Leopard, uh, which I would recommend to most people that are serious about weight training. And and then um, my wife a couple of years ago got me a couple of sessions with uh, with a personal trainer. And that honestly changed everything. Um, so, I, I, you know, for those that could afford it, too, like that's a, a really great option not only for motivation, but also to do things safely, to learn how to lift properly and also to help you realistically achieve your goals. Now, I would imagine back in high school, you were just thinking of bulking up. Yeah, I know I was the same. When did diet (laughs) come into play? Because I'm guessing in high school, it was just maybe the idea of just protein, protein, protein. When did you start realizing Mm -hmm. it was important to understand what you're eating and how you're eating? Yeah, that's a great, uh, great question, Alex. And for me, it it really started to come to to play during residency, like during uh, my training uh, as a physician, um, our hours were stupid, and your eating habits were poor, and you really start to feel the difference of 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 you know your ability to perform at the gym based on what you ate, like during that time period, and also that's the age like when you get into late twenties, early thirties, where you can't get away with eating whatever you want anymore. So like that was, that was, uh, that was probably the heaviest I got, you uh, was in my second or third year of residency. And so, uh, realistically, that's when I start to really think about, about, okay, what am I putting into my, what am I putting into my stomach here before and after workouts? Uh, what am I, what's my, general nutrition uh overall um maybe i should stop eating those big macs at uh, 11 <laughs> at night and um yeah so that was probably the point where i start to really think about what i was eating in and around uh and life in general but also um around working out <laughs> 
You want to hear something really stupid? Let's hear it. So, <laughs> so when I was younger, I, want, I was working out and I wanted to gain weight and be bigger because I was a skinny kid. And I, mm-hmm. you know, in the movies, they're like, oh, drink eggs or, you know, just eat a lot of eggs for protein. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that sounds good. So I decided to eat six eggs before working out and six <laughs> eggs after working out. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to gain muscle mass because there's so much protein. Oh, for two months straight, I did this. It was a horrible mistake. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How did that, like, to stomach that, my friend? Uh, that would be... <laughs> Wow. I can't eat eggs anymore. That's it. <laughs> I can't. But you know what? Today oh is not goodness. about my stupidity as a kid. Today is about you learning and using working out as your go-to for finding a better way of living. And speaking mm-hmm. of which, what is your preferred field to focus on when you are working out? At this age, like I'm 42 years old and I have three young kids that are very active. I have three sons. And for me, it's extremely important to be involved in their life and to be active in their life. And if you ever meet my kids, and for some reason, I have a feeling, Alex, you will one day, uh, <laughs> you will understand what it, what it means to be the need to be like functional and to be uh, to be able to be, um, you know, just, yeah, functional uh, with the family. And so my goals actually went from, you know, as a kid being more about how I look, but now it's more about functional strength. So like I want to be able to move well and I also want to be strong. I, I think we don't put enough emphasis on strength. And um because like you know I in my field of work I see the downside of frailty when patients are um have you know lacking that muscle mass and they break their hip or they have that injury and they don't have that reserve to recover. And so I, I never want to be that person. To me, only good things can come from being strong. And so my regime predominantly has always been uh, in the last, say, five to 10 years, it's been on what 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 program is going to increase my strength. And, and by increasing strength, too, you're also you know, increasing your lean muscle mass too, but it, it's not necessarily about how it look, how I look. It's more about how I feel. Am I gaining, um, am I progressing in, in my lifts? So I personally stick with classic lifts. So I do, um, bench press, I do military press. Um, I'll be, I'll assume people don't know what a lot of that means. So I'll just bench press, you know, lying flat on the, on the bench and pushing weight, military presses, you know, sitting down or standing up, lifting the bar over your head, um, squats. So you front squat or back squat deadlifts, which is my favorite lift. I think it just translates into so much strength. Um, that's my favorite seated row. Um, and then core, 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 man, course, uh, strong core, core, um, a strong core will make you functional in so many aspects, whether you're playing a sport, whether it is trying to improve your lifts. That was the one I would say epiphany I had late in the game was like really emphasized getting that core strong and I think the ties might tie into questions later, but this is what has prevented injuries later on for me is, you know, I, I had a lot of um, lower back 
problems. Like, um, I was, that's not, a, I've had lower back flares and, um, and not necessarily related to working out, but just general everyday life. But I think it was an imbalance or that not having a strong enough core relative to the rest of the body there. And once we started emphasizing the need to really strengthen the core, everything, everything has come together. So yeah, that's, that's been my kind of approach to, uh, strength training and, and, uh, lifting and, uh, lifting weights. So it almost sounds like if you had the chance, you would do everything at once, but I'm sure you have a routine in mind, like where you usually start and different days you do different things. So the first question I would have to ask you is how often do you work out? Yeah. So I aim to go. So because of my schedule, like, uh, like this week, for example, I'm on ICU. So I, my hours are a bit stupid. I'll start anywhere from seven to eight in the morning. Uh, and I don't, I often won't know when I get home. And so those weeks, if I could squeeze in something like uh, two or three in a, in a, uh, at home, I'll try and pull that off. And then if I, it's a lighter week or I'm a week where I'm off, I'll go f for five days, five or six days of working out. And if you don't mind me asking, what is your go-to gym? <laughs> My go-to gym? Is, so I, because of life, there's two, uh, two uh, places where I go. So Movadi. My wife got a membership there about three years ago, and I'm like, I don't need no bougie place like this. <laughs> but once uh, we we started to go because they have good childcare and everything like that, and man, I love it now. You get you have to do your workout, you go go for a swim, get a little sauna on. You feel like a million bucks, get a little shake or a Java post. So that that's like uh, my go to. And then we we put a gym, a uh, small gym in the house for weeks like this where I'm on ICU so I could squeeze in quick workouts, which um, actually that's another thing. I don't know if I forgive me if I'm going all over the place, but that's the other thing that. Yeah, the other thing that um, I want to emphasize, too, at some point is you could really like when people always say, oh, I don't have time to work out or whatever, you could always find a program or something with short periods of time. Like I, like during my work weeks, I, I do like, um, I like to do a Tabata workout, which is a Tabata is when you do, uh, uh, an exercise for 20 seconds on and then 10 second break for, uh, eight cycles. And it's heavily, heavily metabolic. So you're very gassed at the end of it all. And, but I'm telling you, if you do a proper Tabata workout, that's all you need. That's all you need. So like what I like to do is like uh, kettlebell swings. So I'll go, I'll do a, grab a 50 pound kettlebell, swing it for 20 seconds, take a 10 second break and then go on for eight cycles. And tell me if you do that and aren't gassed and every muscle in your body ain't sore, <laughs> you know, I, uh, you're, you're a warrior. So like, I just wanted to, before I forgot, people that are thinking about getting in, that are resistant to getting to the gym because they're saying that they don't have enough time. There's always a program that you could do in a condensed period of time. So uh, I don't want people to say that's an excuse. Speaking about having your body entirely sore, are you the type of person, let's say you had an intense workout and next morning when you are completely sore, are you like, yes, this is a good feeling? Or are you like, <laughs> oh, I can't get out of bed. Oh, no. Oh man, and, and like like I said, as you get older, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, you do not enjoy those can't get out of bed moments. So for me, one of the things that I've I've learned, especially with strength training, is you do not have to go to exhaustion to achieve gains. 
You know, like one of my favorite programs, which I, I was should have answered your question earlier, but was like the program that I use is um, this uh, guy, Dan John and Pavel Tetzlusen, very tough name to say. They, they have this program called Easy Strength, and it's you do whole body workouts aiming for anywhere from eight to 10 reps for most of the major lifts. And you do them anywhere from three to five days, three to five days a week. And you don't have to put your, push yourself to exhaustion. You just basically, you know, you push yourself to like, say 75% max, 80% max, but because you're doing it every day, you, your neurologic system, you recruit, you recruit more muscle. You're, you just, your natural tendencies or your, your muscles just get stronger. So for example, you know, I don't know if you've ever shaken a farmer's hand or, uh, yep. <laughs> the, you know, or a construction worker, they're the strongest human beings you've ever come across and you don't see them lifting the heaviest thing in the world. It's more because they have, they're lifting something on a regular basis because that's the nature of their job. So it's kind of the same idea in the program that, with its easy strength program. So I've been doing that for almost two years and I, I, it just works for me. And I actually got to interview the guy, uh, Dan John on the show and it hasn't come out yet in terms of, um, cause I, you know, obviously I feel passionate about strength training and, um, yeah, he just reinforced for me, like, you know, the, the value of, of strength training and the fact that not everybody has to like do it to exhaustion. And in fact, I, I know I'm going off. I'm talking too much. Alex. No, I'm no, sorry. no. This is your but episode. Like, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> but, um, but this is part of my worry with a lot of people when, when it comes to strength and conditioning, like, like anybody that's trying to get involved, like don't push them to the edge on day one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You, you should be able to walk out of that gym feeling good. And just the fact that you're there, the fact that you're pushing weight, feel good about that. And it's not always about like, oh, you know, I got my maximum amount of reps this time or I did my max weight this time. Like you want to be able to be functional. You want to feel good. So just, you know, be realistic with your goals. Be realistic with the way you approach uh, your plan and good things will happen. I promise you. Which is a perfect segue to my next question. Cause you were talking about goals. How often do you set yourself new goals? Cause you said, you know, you don't have to do the max weight every time, but what is your routine when it comes to like, all right, this week I'm going to do this by this month or by this year, I want to be able to do this. Yeah. And I, I've been, I have to tell you, Alex, I'm a little less ambitious than what I used to. Like I, at, at some point, maybe two, three years ago, you know, I would say like, I want to get to X amount on my deadlift. I want to get to X amount on my, on my squats. And, you know, it just, it's one, one injury. And then you're just like, <laughs> you tell yourself, oh, man, it is, is not worth it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a professional athlete. I like, honestly, in hindsight, you should never really hurt yourself at the gym, like especially when you're not a professional. So right now, if you ask me what my 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 goals are, I, I usually set them two or three months at a time. And it's and they're very modest goals, like sometimes they're just process goals of like, OK, I'm going to hit the gym this many times this week, you know, and that to me is a win. Sometimes it's goals such as um you know, instead of max weight, it's ma max amount of reps. So I, you know, I'm less likely to injure myself. And so I, I just, for me, 
I want to make sure they're attainable. I want to make sure that they they leave me feeling good, whatever the goals are. And but honestly, part of it to, at times is just getting there. Like I, I, to me, the fact that I'm at the gym doing something uh, that's making my body feel good, I, I, I'm just proud of that. Sometimes, you know. So I, sorry, it's not the sexiest answer, but no, no, it's a perfect it's, answer. It's, it's just where I'm at in life right now. You know what I'm saying? But I like that. I like, it's like you're focusing on the, the injury not the, sorry, not the injury aspect, the endurance, like, all right, I'm just going to push myself more, trying to achieve the same amount of work. And you're not trying to like beat a world record here. You're just setting yourself personal goals, whether you said it's actually at the gym or just achieve going to the gym, which is perfectly fine and is great for your mental health, for your physical health, for your spiritual health, for your emotion, emotional health, like any kind yeah, of health. No, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, you were talking about injuries and we have to touch that because sometimes it happens. What are some common injuries that have happened to you? You know, I've been very, very lucky, Alex. I've only had like strictly related to lifting weight. I've only really injured myself once. And I was uh, in Calgary giving a talk. This was like three years ago. And I'm in the university gym. They put you up in a hotel that's attached to the university. And, you know, all these kids going in there doing like pushing weight and like flexing. I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Old man's going to represent. Okay. Old man's going to show these kids what time it is. Okay. (laughs) I was, I was deadlifting weight that I've done before, but usually I I ramp up and on the way up, I just felt my back go. And I was like, Oh shit. Here we go. Uh, and, uh, yeah, here we go. And it was like, you could feel it go. So it could put me on my knees. Like it was one of those. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, here we go again. And um, after, yeah, that was that was debilitating. Like that one I took probably uh, two months to recover from, like before I could, you know, deadlift properly again. And that's when I said enough is enough. So that's the point for me where I, I said to myself, it's not about doing max weight it's not about getting all these like super heavy goals is it's about being more functional and and uh but it was humbling because that's when i got to learn more about how to stay you know keep keep my back healthy so that's when i really start to emphasize core exercises like uh, you know part of my routine in the morning now is I'll, i'll do some core exercises um whether i'm working out or not just to make sure that i have an engaged core um and that has made a honestly, it has been it's everything for me. And there's a in this book I was telling you about a, a supple leopard by uh, Kelly Strait. It's um, or Kelly Starrett. Sorry, one of the things he talks about is how in his gym you should if you slap someone's abdomen, they should be semi flexed, like the, their, their abdomens should be engaged. And that's just as a reminder to everyone too. Like that's. Any lift you're doing, you know, uh, your, your posture, what, what have you, like if you engage your core, you are going to be less likely to have your soreness in your back. You're going to be stronger. Um, so that it was just such uh, a game changer for me. And so, um, but yeah, you know how sometimes good could come out of bad. It was in some ways it was that injury was, was, was good because it really, I think it's now preventing me from getting injured further down the road. It's kind of like a blessing and a curse at the same time. Like you, you had to go through that to learn like, all right, this is what I should do next time to prevent doing that. 
And uh, on, on that note, I remember when I turned 25, this is a couple years ago, I went to a trampoline park with my other 25-year-old friends, and we all got injured. But me, for myself, <laughs> I did the first jump on the first trampoline, and I'm not joking. First jump, boom, my back. I'm like, oh! <laughs> and then my other friend lands on his neck, the other one lands. I'm like, oh my goodness, we're... This is not made for us. And then you see kids who you see kids who do it, and they bounce like they land on the neck, and they just walk around like nothing's happening. I'm like, okay, yeah, right. Too old for this, right? But the other time I saw an injury was at a gym, and this is definitely a do not do for people who go to the gym. And I'm sure, you know, what will be my follow up question to you. But I went with my friend, and we're spotting him, and what he did after he was done, he was doing a shoulder press, and with weights. And then he let go of the weights like near the ground. And what ended up happening, there was already a weight on the ground. And the way he let go, I don't know how it happened, but he dropped the weight onto his finger, splitting it open. So I had to drive him to the hospital. So, uh, yeah, do not drop weights. And on that note, what are some do's and don'ts at the gym? Do's and don'ts? I mean, I I, I feel like (laughs) this is constantly evolving (laughs) because... Because like I see these kids at the gym, like they are not. There's no humility anymore, man. Like people are, like I see kids to lift up their abs, their shirt to just see how their abs are looking and <laughs> made workout. I'm like, yo, man, you're in public and shit. You know, what I mean? I've seen um, people t- taking their pictures for their Insta and all this stuff, and like I don't know. It's I, I feel like this is always evolving too, and like. I'm a guy that puts on headphones and I'm like, I don't, I'm not one for like, like I don't look at the gym personally as a community, as a place to connect that, that much anyway. But, um, I still think if if you got the headphone signs on, that that means someone's not looking to interact, but (laughs) you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I still got a track of people still will approach you while you're, you know, uh, got your headphones on. But honestly, I, everyone do your own thing, like do's and don'ts. Like, I think there's some minor etiquette things like, um, you know, put your equipment away when you're, after you're done, wipe the, 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 wipe your, um, the equipment down when you, when you, when you're done your sets. But honestly, you know, just be you. Just get there. I mean, I, I want people to encourage people to to get to the gym and 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 feel comfortable and not feel uh, intimidated. Because um, I I think it could be a little, quite intimidating for people too. Like I know at our gym, there's like a women's section for a reason. I think most of, most of the major gyms have that too, right? Like uh, I think Good Life too will have a women only section. But uh, honestly. Don't worry too much about that. Get to the gym, get yourself healthy, get yourself strong, and good things will happen. You know what? You should be a spokesperson for all the gyms. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you well, got that you energy. Know, it's just, no, it's just because, honestly, it's there's so much. You, you've alluded, alluded to it before. Like, there's so much good comes out of it. Like, when you are healthy, strong, feeling fit, you know, it's a it's a good release for any stresses I talk about. You feel better emotionally. It's good. you'll improve your mood. And we're in a we're in an era where people are down on themselves. There's you know increased suicide, increased uh, depression, anxiety. We're attached to our phones all the time. Like honestly, this is a, a great way to feel good and to be healthy. And and you know and, and it's it, it you could. You could, there's always a way to, to to make it fun. 
You know what I mean? Like it's whether you're with a partner, whether you're by yourself and you get to listen to your time for your, your <laughs> hobby podcast. I was going to say something like saying? that about your podcast. <laughs> no, it's, but that's, that's why as part of my joy with the gym, because that's when I know I get some easy listening. Like, um, you know, I get to listen to the, either audiobooks or podcasts or throw down some beats, you know what I mean? And so, uh, you get, it's like, uh, sometimes, um, it's, it's just time to, to reflect time to have, uh, some time to yourself. And, um, I don't know, it's, it's a lot of good comes out of going to the gym. You know what? You took the joke right out of my mouth. I was going to say, you know, if you guys go to the gym and listen to music, you'd also listen to our podcasts, you know, this one here and then uh, <laughs> Quadro's podcast, Solving Healthcare, you know, just, you know, positive, you know, get you in, like pumped up to do it. But actually yeah. on the note of listening to stuff, what is your style of music to listen to? Like for myself, uh, sometimes I like things with no lyrics because subconsciously I tend to follow like people singing. But when there's no lyrics, I am in the zone. But what, what works mm-hmm. for you? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I am I'm quite variable. Like so, if I'm so when we talk straight up music, I will like thuggy hip hop or some EDM. Man, I like something that will just get me like my juice going. Like I, I love lately. I've been into Run the Jewel. That's been my go to. I like the EDM stuff, so I'm trying to think of some EDM I'm listening to, like uh, Tame Impala's. Uh, it's not really EDM, I guess, but uh, I like Tame Impala's uh, last album. The new album, too, is tight. But to be honest with you, sometimes if I'm having a lighter day, I'll even put on some casual beats, man. Like uh, just something to, well, I, I just feel like reflecting a little bit more. Um, but my, my favorite thing to do is to throw on, honestly, an, either an audiobook or a podcast. And because uh, um, it's just, a great time to be able to listen to that stuff. I mean, because I'm a guy also like, you know, you'll see some guys at the gym that will, they'll do like as many sets as they can in 45 minutes. I'm, I take it easy, dog. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, you know, I did my set of five. I'll take two, three minutes, take my time, drink my, dr- drink my water and then go back at it again. So, you know, between sets, you know, you, you got time to, you know, really dive into what you're listening to. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty variable, but if it's uh, if it's like a, if I'm trying to do a, a max weight for some reason that I'm, like I said before, I'm, it's not really my thing at this point in my life. But yeah, I would throw on some uh, thuggy hip hop. Actually, would be my preference. Man, you know what I'm feeling? You, I was the same. But I have to ask this really stupid question. Are you the type of person, because I've done this, like, when you're about to start, like, a set, you're like, I need the perfect song to start this. I need to find a good song. I can't do it. No, skip, skip, skip. Okay, this is the one. Let's yes, go. Yes, yes. <laughs> totally. Oh, man. Like, I, I'm thinking of a couple right now off the top of my head. But, yeah, like, I will, I will, like, okay, this is going for my max set right here. Or, my, or I'm feeling... That last set, that last set was shitty. So I'm gonna put on this beat right now. All right, I'm gonna feel that beat. All right, here comes, here comes uh, the lyrics. Here we go. And then, uh, yeah, I totally do the skip, 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 skip until I find my track. Totally. It's it's a weird thing. It's just like you know, I need to feel this song. But anyways, uh, back to the actual real questions, not my stupid imagination questions. Do you prefer to work out alone or with people? Because you mentioned a lot of working out just by yourself. But let's say when you're doing some sets and you need somebody to spot you, do you do that? Or are you like, you know what? I do a reasonable way where I don't need somebody to spot me. Yeah. So it, it, this 
right now I, I go by myself, like because it's kind of hard to coordinate with other people, you know, and I would say you you do work out better. You do work out harder with a partner, I think, for sure, to be honest with you, because they, they just they don't they don't let you take a, a set off. Right. Like they they push you if you have a good workout partner. And, um, you know, and sometimes I miss that. But uh, in some ways, it's like I, I kind of like my solitude because, you know, my house is crazy. Like we, I was a little late ca- connecting with you, but we put three kids down. Um, my job is crazy. Like it's constant, like reaction decisions. Like you are always on your brain is like, tick, 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 tick. Mm-hmm. you know, like even when even, you know, whether it's the patient care, whether it's research, whether it's what's next on the show, like there's so many uh, like your brain is on overdrive. So, you know, um, having that break, having some solitude, I welcome that, you know, and at my gym too, one of my favorite moments is I get to, I, I try and do some laps in the pool, even though I am not a solid swimmer, you know, but they always say brothers can't swim. I'm exactly <laughs> one. I'm one of those brothers, uh, you know what I mean? Like I can't float. It's, it's horrible, but, uh, I'll still attempt that. Um, so what does but, that mean? If um, cause I'm half black, I can half swim yeah. and then I just like half yeah. sink. I'm like, just a Bowie. Yeah, you- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. it. That's exactly it. But, um, yeah, no, we, um, I should, yeah, I shouldn't push those stereotypes, sorry, Paul. <laughs> but it is kind of funny. But um, yeah, that, those, those kind of, I take 10 minutes to do laps and it's just kind of almost meditative, man. Like you just, it's all about the swim. You, you can shut down the brain for a bit, go to the sauna too. And, um, you know, you, you kind of appreciate those moments of solitude. So yeah, I'm still, I'm still a prefer at this point in life going to the gym solo. Now, most gyms nowadays, almost pretty much all of them are indoors. Do you also prefer to work out outdoors? Like, when you know, when you go to a park, they have those like kind of like weird structures that are made to work out. Do you ever try those out? Although, you know, I, I won't routinely do it. But like the one at uh, Mooney's Bay, for example, when they, when we take the kids there, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to show I'll, I'll show the kids that daddy's got some chin up game. But I'm like, <laughs> you, you see how many chin ups daddy's about to do. You ready for this? And uh, but otherwise, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty private in that way. Like, uh, you know, I try not to draw attention at the gym. Like you, you'll see a lot of people like grunt hard and drop the weights and all that stuff. And I'm like, nah, that ain't me. So, um, yeah, I, I try and, um, I, I try and in general not do the outside workouts, but just an, only when I'm messing around with the kids, but yeah, I prefer just sticking indoors. No, we haven't really touched this, but cardio, does that come into play? Is that something you like to touch or not touch at all? Yeah, that's a, you, I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I haven't, we haven't really talked about that. But um, so my cardio life, I do a lot of hockey. So I play on, depending on what my wife allows, two to three hockey teams at a time. So that translates to about two games a week. Um, and so that's my main source of cardio. I'll do some laps in the pool. That's another source of cardio. And then the Tabata workouts that I was mentioning earlier always have a, a cardio or metabolic component to them. So always have a metabolic component to them. So that's that's the way I try and get my cardio in. And there's um, a couple other ways I try and add cardio. There's a book called The Oxygen Advantage by Peter McEwen, and he talks about how 
you know, um, some breath holding techniques can really improve your cardio. And I, I'll, I don't want to mess up some of his details, but what I often do is like doing a, say a set of three or sorry, if I do a rep of or a set of three reps, three to five reps, depending on how much weight or, uh, we're doing, I try and actually just hold my breath throughout and that also will add a, a cardio component to it. So like literally if I'm doing three deadlifts, yeah, just hold my breath throughout that and while engaging my core and, you know, that will add that cardio element. So those are the ways, the subtle ways I like to add uh, the cardio to my game. But, um, you know, if I were to add uh, to that question earlier of, of um, you know, goals in terms of um, fitness, that is one of them, though, to always either maintain or improve cardio because, you know, that's one thing that there's a few things that are clearly start to decline as you age. The cardio, uh, for sure. Quickness goes real quick. Strength, though, is one of the things that seems to be you can maintain or even improve. But um, so, yeah, those the the cardio element is also important to me. You should see like there's pictures online and videos online of 70 year olds, they're just bodies of like a 25 year old. So that just goes, show, goes to show strength. You know, if you are well-maintained, you can make that last for a long time. Absolutely. Now, uh, for you, you kind of touched this at the beginning as well. But wh what was your biggest challenge when it when you first started working out? Big, my biggest challenge, I think, was... What was the biggest challenge? I, I think... Hmm, what was my biggest challenge? You can correct me if I'm um, wrong, but was it like when you said uh, it's about getting proper information on how to do things or was it something else? Oh, yeah, else? yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it for sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, the the biggest challenge was using right technique. Like when you're young and you are supple, you're, you're mobile, like you, you're less prone to injuries for sure. But when you, you also pick up bad habits as you go and you really don't realize how how much strain you could be putting your body through. And so, you know, you learn from your buddy that just started working out too and you, you think you know what you're doing and nobody corrects you and you develop. For me, it was like 15 years of bad habits. Like my squat had ugly form. My my um, bench press had no leg involvement. Like people don't know. If you, if you Google or YouTube bench press, that's a whole body – that's a whole body engagement. You got your legs involved. You're in a torted position to optimize yourself for for the bench press. So it's there's a lot of nuance to it, and I had no idea on how much I was like my how poor my technique was. And I, I mean, like I wasn't in the grew up with the uh, YouTube era where you could just you know pick you know all these online uh, tools were available to. But like I definitely see people that are working out like it's worth uh, a couple, you know, if you can't afford a trainer to just like look up a couple of videos. Athlean X, by the way, is my favorite resource for proper technique. The guy is a wizard. Um, Jeff Cavallari, he's uh, a person, uh, physiotherapist, personal trainer, and he just nails down the technique stuff. I've learned a lot through watching him. And then uh, also Dan John. I got to give a shout out to Dan John too. But yeah, technique, technique, technique. That was probably my uh, biggest mistakes. And what are your current challenges today? Because I feel like you got the technique down. You know what to do, what not to do. But what are your current challenges? Maybe time or something else? 
Yeah, my current challenges, honestly, is just at, for now. I, I, I can, I'm happy with my my general strength level. I'm happy with my general fitness. For me, it's just maintain, like like stay stay away from injuries. Like you know, for me, I've had uh, you know when I did injure my back, or I've also had some hockey related injuries, like I tore a meniscus in the knee, and and just from my line of work, when I don't get to do my have my outlet of that exercise, it is, you know, it just affects everything else. You're more moody, you're, you're more temperamental, you're less just content. And so just emphasizing the not getting injured is a major goal. And, and just, I don't know, I, I really just enjoy the process, enjoy being there at the gym, enjoy being, having the chance to do, go to the gym, just don't take any of it for granted, man. I got uh, this might sound like a non sequitur, but just my line of work too. While I have an audience, it's like you really appreciate how what's the word not tender life is, but how fragile life is. Like you know, I a few weeks back, you know, we've lost to someone in their you know that's in their thirties, in their twenties, you know, and all your life could change on a dime, and so. This is the ability to to have that that time to, you know, once again, time to yourself, time to get your body fit, and just you know, don't take it for granted. I got the what? Sorry, Alex, I keep rambling, but like what? I, one of the ones I have in mind is I interviewed this uh, this doctor actually who had a her heart had stopped, like she she died temporarily, broke her neck and left her paraplegic, and. You know, this is a young 20-something-year-old woman that her life just changed on a dime. And she would love to be in a spot like us right now that we could go to the gym and, and do all these things. And that's not her life right now. And um, it just gives you appreciation on how lucky most of us are. And um got to give a quick shout-out to Lynn Ashdown. She was the one that did the interview and told her story and uh, – um, but yeah, it's, it's important not to take this stuff for granted. You know what? I completely agree with you. This might sound like a stupid way of thinking, but you don't, you don't necessarily appre like appreciate your current state until you, let's say for most people who, let's say experience a common cold, you're like, Oh my goodness, I feel bad. But like, Oh, did I ever like feel good? And then once you get good, you don't like notice. It sounds weird mm -hmm. saying that, but like, I'm like, when I'm sick, I pre, I'm like, I miss when I was feeling good. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I felt no, like no pain, no nothing. I'm like, wow. I took it for granted. And once you have it again, you're like, oh, no, nothing's wrong. Let's go get injured again. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. But uh, I do I do understand. And then um, if your guest, your your guest wants to come on my podcast, if she has any pastimes and she can share her story again, I would love to have her. Actually, that's a great call because her story was a powerful one. I will definitely I was just texting with her today. Actually, I will definitely pass that along because, uh, you know, I think um, just hearing her story, number one and number two. Your your listeners and yourself, you're going to leave it having such an appreciation for what you have. And um, and so that's 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 a, a gift in and of itself. So actually, one of the biggest questions I ask on this podcast is probably the most anticipated one for every episode. But what are some misconceptions about people who work out? Oh, man, I, the, the biggest misconception, I think, is it's all about appearance. Like it's all about how sexy I'm going to look on my Insta. Is, 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 do I have my six pack or my eight pack on? 
I won't lie to you. Like, there's a lot of people that are in it for appearance. And you know what? I, I, I'm not judging that because I give number one, I used to do it. That used to be my focus. And number two, look good, feel good. I, I could get behind that. But yeah, it's not all about that. Like I, to me, it's like how it makes you feel and, um, and it, the confidence it gives you and uh, the, the, the clarity of mind, it, there's so many upsides to get to the gym. So I think that's a, one of the biggest misconceptions that, you know, everyone's in it just to make sure that they look like they, they could be an Insta model. Um, <laughs> cause that's, that's far from the truth. Like my wife, she's a big, uh, she's a big into fitness as well as, it's about how she feels. Like she's a big into yoga. She's uh, d- does weight training, does cardio. She does a nice mix of stuff, and it's it's just about you know how it makes her feel. And uh, so you know, I think there's some uh, that's the main thing. I might be shooting my foot here, but if one day Instagram Instagram goes down, you know, you no one's gonna see it. So just do it for yourself. At the end of the day, yes. it's, it's just you, and you know, Absolutely. feel feel good in your own skin. I sound like a preacher saying that, but you know, it's always great to feel good in your own skin and do it for yourself. You don't have to do it for anybody else. Um, hey, man. <laughs> and the other thing too, Alex, is like, this is all temporary shit. You're not exactly. Gonna look, you know, you're not going to look like Stallone. Your, uh, Stallone. I don't know why I chose Stallone. <laughs> Stallone this, I don't today. even know what he looks like. Yeah, I don't even know what he looks like now. Is that a sexiness? I don't know. That's, that's a weird reference <laughs> I just did. It's the first thing that came to your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i don't know why that did um but anyway you, you're not gonna look the, this way you're not gonna be young forever like but the way you feel the how you know that's something uh being comfortable in your own skin like that's something that sticks with you so i don't know man my grandmother she she's 80 and uh, i actually had her on this podcast but she's 80 and she back in march last year she did the 800 kilometer walk in camino de santiago the pilgrimage walk did you say 800 kilometer walk 800 kilometer walk to raise two hundred thousand dollars for elder for the elderlies and for uh retirement homes in ottawa what the damn she's gonna outlive me for her (laughs) holy cow yeah good on you grandma yeah if you're talking about cardio she's she's your go-to person for cardio what's her name (laughs) betty gittens yeah betty you go betty throw down (laughs) betty two hundred thousand that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah she's she's a go-getter for sure uh but yes back to you i keep losing track we're mentioning everybody but you come on we gotta we gotta focus on you man you're the you're the spotlight it's your show it's all about you um so do you want to present this hobby to the world or use it more as an escape from reality i want I want people, I actually, I think more people should be doing this shit. I honestly, like, you know, if you're looking for an either or answer, like for me, it's it's escape from reality. I wouldn't say it's escape from reality because, you know, I I try not to quote unquote escape from reality. But to me, it's just, as we talked about, if more people do this, there's only going to be upside. You're going to feel better. You're going to be, you're fitter. You're going to be mentally sound. You're going to be more resilient. You're going to potentially live longer. Like there's just, you might, depending on what you're doing, might have a better sense of community. Like maybe you're big on Zumba classes. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, I would, I would want to get more people involved in, in, in fitness and weight training because 
you're only there's only going to be upside, especially if you you know you do it properly. And speaking of which, we kind of we kind of touched the demand, but not really. But I feel like it's a very important aspect when it comes to weight training and working out. But diet, like what what should like oh, what goes yes. into your diet personally, so people can get an idea. So I'll tell you what I've been doing lately, and just because it's fresh on my mind, we just actually did a show on intermittent fasting, and this this has been a game changer for me. So those that don't know intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with what I do. It's um, I, I eat during a certain window. So from, from for 16 hours, I'll fast. So no eating from usually uh, 8 p.m. to noon the next day. And um, this allows me to essentially not think about how much I'm eating. So during my eating window, I will just eat. And I, I, I won't necessarily focus on shitty food. Like I ain't, talk, I ain't talking like I'm just going to eat a bunch of pizza. But, you know, when I have supper, like tonight we had chicken breast, broccoli, naan bread, sausage was in the mix too, I think. And I just ate till I was content. Because it's for me, I, I uh, my size, I, I could, I'm allowed about 25 to 3,000 calories somewhere in there, and it's hard to squeeze that in in two meals or in that in that window. So it, like, it's easy to maintain your weight. There's some evidence now that it, you get higher testosterone levels and growth hormones during those fasting times. So if I work out in the morning without any food in me, I've actually found all my best lifts have been during that time period, like during a fasted state, and you know, the, the science is soft, you know, but it, regardless, for me, it, it seems to be pretty consistent. So, you know, you're going to read a lot, a lot about people doing these pre-workout meals or and post-workout meals and all that kind of stuff. I've never been a big component of that. I was just, to me, just eat when you feel, when it feels right. But right now, during my intermittent fasting sequence, my favorite time to work out is while I'm fasted. And I've had great results. And so, you know, during those fasted states, you're technically you're using more fat as as fuel because you're you're depleting your glycogen stores. And so for me, I've gotten I've maintained since starting it, I've maintained my same weight. I've increased my lean body, like lean, lean muscle and my fat percentage has gone down. Man, that's good. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear you found something that definitely worked out for you. And you said you found this out recently, which is good. And I, I wish you the best for this routine. And it sounds like it's going well. So note to self for myself, I, should I not eat six egg, eggs before working out and six eggs after working out? <laughs> is that not is that not a thing? Like, no. <laughs> I, got, I thought I recently read a study, like a real study on the egg consumption. And it's actually might be safer than people think. But... Eight, eight or six, <laughs> 12, six, 12, 12 eggs. <laughs> I think uh, even just for trying to ingest it might be, uh, might be tough on you, but um, you know. You know, I didn't know much about like diet at that time. So I did the eggs and I also bought like hemp seeds. I'm like, oh, that's healthy. I'll just sprinkle some of that in there as well, you know. Yeah, no, bad mistake, man. That was horrible. <laughs> oh my goodness, older me regrets it. Younger me is like, oh, you're stupid, older me. You, you don't know what's got. And I'm like, right, you know what? Yeah. No, I know. I no, I know. But uh, if so, for another question I had is, do you have, like, let's say one big piece of advice, what would it be for anybody who might be interested? 
anybody in if for the one piece of advice, show up. That's all I'd say. Show up. Get there. Go go to the gym. Commit to getting there. And it's all about habit formation, man. So like whatever you need to do to make it easier on yourself. Like there's some like methods where say if you're gonna do it in the morning, you have your workout equipment, your workout clothes right beside your bed. So then you wake up, you just have to slip into them. You don't have an excuse, and you go. You know what I mean? Make it easy on yourself. Whatever you, uh, what, however you, it's going to make it easier for you to show up. For example, if you got a gym at your work, do it at that work. It might not be the sexiest gym. You could be going to a sexier, shinier gym somewhere else. But the travel from your work to the gym is a lot more difficult than going straight from your from if the place is at uh, is on site. So just make it easier on yourself. Make your goals attainable. Show up and just make it a habit and beautiful things will happen. I promise you. You hear that? Quadro said it. You can't go back. You have to do it now. Yeah, yeah. This, this beautiful, beautiful deep voice has said it. So you can't say yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. You hear that in the morning. That's going to be your alarm clock. Yeah. Okay. I got to go work out. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's gonna be your new uh, alarm clock. Yeah, oh, my oh, new job. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, get up, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, do it. Uh, but yes, uh, we talked about this at the beginning as well, and I'm sure people would love to know more about you. Do you have any social media links or websites, or I don't know, maybe a podcast people can come check out, show some love, support, and even the merch? You can mention that again. Yes. Okay. So, um, solving healthcare is the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Play. We are everywhere. Um, <laughs> you, we could find our merchandise on uh, Shopify. Um, the the, uh, the links will be on the show notes. Um, we uh, any Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. Our channels at Quadcast. Um, so please follow us there. That would be much appreciated. And um, one more thing about the merch, as I said earlier, proceeds go to local charities. So this month it's Ottawa Inner City Health. Next month will be something else. But uh, all good stuff coming through, and we really appreciate any support. You know what? I'm just going to put that down below. If you're listening and you want to show some support, by all means, check out his podcast. Check out the merch store. Just show some love because... He's doing a great thing. He's informing. It's probably more helpful than my podcast. He's, his is actually about no, healthcare. No, no, no. No, <laughs> his is about your health. Mine's about your pastime. No. But I'm not saying my guests aren't bad. My guests are wonderful. I'm just talking about the host on Time for Your Hobby. He's eh, a solid five out of seven. That's, that's about no. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You kill it. Hey, listen. You are killing it, and you give people a break in the day. It's so <laughs> nice to be able to hear these great stories, Alex. Keep doing what you're doing, and it's a privilege to be on this bad boy. Oh man, the honor's all mine. It, I couldn't do it without people like you who are just passionate and want to come share it. And now talking about people like you for helping me out, I have a stupid question, but you know what? I'm going to ask it anyways. Do you have any questions for me about working out? Yeah, man, I have a million actually. So like, what is, what are you doing? Like, what is your, where do you work out? What, what's like your... Uh, what are your goals? Are you going frequently? Uh, do you feel like a, it's a, a part of your life? You know, I, I, I never got to ask any of this. <laughs> so uh, I haven't gone to the gym in maybe two years. 
but for so I know I sound like the uh, the opposite, like oh, Alex, you're just making excuses. Uh, I have joined a soccer team with my friends, and I really enjoyed that because I used to play soccer or football, depending on who you ask. When I was younger, and I just love the movement of that. I just love it. At the gym, I used to go to Fit for Less, and oh yes, it was like it's like the budget gym. No, no bashing that; it's affordable. But I found like every like month or so, I would get extremely sick. I don't know if it's they're wiping down the branches not properly, and it's just at mm. one point I'd prefer to work out work out outside, and uh, that's why sometimes I used to go run around the block, run down the street. And I like the cardio aspect, but I, I have to be honest with you. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I go to the gym. I I want to go back, but I just, <laughs> I haven't found the time. But I know it sounds like, oh, Alex, you, I like you less now because you just said that. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, there's no judgment here. But uh, I, I do I do eventually want to go back. And uh, like podcasting is taking a lot of my time. I should definitely find some balance between that as well. And what makes it a little more interesting is that my wife has a different schedule from me. So I also want to prepare food and, and you don't understand that for preparing for kids. So it's all about finding the right time. I'm just rambling. I sound like a person who's guilty, just trying to talk his way out of being guilty. Like, yeah, yeah, this is it. This is it. <laughs> Anyways, to answer your question, I don't go to the gym right now, but I do want to get back into it. <laughs> well, I, I listen, there's no judgment. There's a million <laughs> people out there not going to the gym. I'm just trying to provide some motivation. And uh, but you if you the thing, too, is like if you're saying fit other ways, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Playing soccer, you know, uh, do, going on runs like that's, you know, you that's you being you. And you, I'm just saying if they want some added juice, this is a good way of doing that too. You know what I'm saying? You know what's stupid? I bought a pull-up bar to put in my house, but there's only one door frame it fits on. And when I put it on that door frame, my knees touch the ground. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too damn tall for a pull-up bar in my own house. You know what? I don't oh even, I don't even fit six, in my- eight? <laughs> no, I'm 6'2". I don't even fit in my shower. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. How about that? But it's, that's a good point too. I, we didn't talk about this, but like, you, you don't necessarily gotta go to gym. You gotta if you wanna do your, your own kind of thing, at, like set up a, a like a, a home gym too. Like, you you could just you could, there's a lot you could do with a pull up bar and doing some push ups, getting some light weights and do some air squats and stuff. Like they'll get you strong too, man. That's another aspect we haven't talked about. But yeah, like it's. That's the thing. People should just tailor it to what they have. So, like, if if you like, like I said, if people don't feel like they have time to go to the gym. Bring the gym home. I could, like, I, this is not like my specialty, but I could show you workouts you could do in seven minutes, and you will be seven. You could do seven minutes of workouts three days a week, and you will get chiseled <laughs> and strong. Man, I just want to be not necessarily like less less pain. I want to. My back, like I told you, when I turned 25, my back's like, nope, I'm out, peace. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's like dip set, like gone. And I'm like, all right, cool, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get back into that. But I did do some home workout last year, last summer, like I was doing that, and I had an app on my phone. Like, yeah, there's a lot of apps on the phone that are free, right? And you can follow workout routines, and yeah, it's where there's a will, there's a way, and I just gotta find. The will. I know it's right around the corner. And after talking to you, I owe it to you to do it. Or else I'm going to disappoint you because we just made a friendship. And 
I don't want to disappoint my guests and I feel real bad now. Now I'm sad. You will never disappoint. <laughs> you'll never disappoint me. You you play by the way, too, Alex flexed out some like podcast resources that blew my mind grapes. Like I'm just gonna be on I'm gonna be on the computer for the next hour and a half being like <laughs> Podbean. Oh my god, let's check this out. Popcorn. What is popcorn? I'll be like, oh my gosh. Like so yeah, don't even sweat it, man. This is <laughs> I still owe you big time. I bet a lot of listeners just understood popcorn. Like, what are you talking about, popcorn? <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, he, Quadro said it right, pod corn, but it sounds like popcorn. I read it the first time. I'm like, oh, popcorn. Like, oh, wait, that's not right. <laughs> Get that popcorn out. I can just imagine, uh, yeah. like, you in front of the computer screen, like, yeah, I got popcorn. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, yeah, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Quadro, for just coming on and just, you know, Yo, just making this connection, sharing your passion with the world. And I just love this conversation. And, you know, it's got me inspired to start looking into it and finding what works out for me because, you know, there's where there's a will, there's a way. So absolutely. So I got to say thank you again so much, man. Thank you so much for having me, my friend. And I, uh, it's been really a lot of fun. So if you guys want to learn more about Quadro, just go check him out in the description below. I'll put all the links there so you can go follow, show some love and support. And if you'd like to be on my podcast or have any questions at all, you could send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you like my podcast, you know, leave a review. You know, I, I take reviews, good or bad. You know, bad will make me reflect, say, okay, what works, what doesn't work. And if you listen to Quadro's podcast, just leave good reviews. Because, you know, that's an awesome podcast. That's very beneficial in this day and age. So, you know, if you leave a bad review, you got to go th- through me first. Leave the bad review on mine, then I'll tell you if you can go on his. Okay, that's how it's going to work. I'm I'm the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, of course, like Quadro, I'm also selling merchandise on uh, Red Bean. Red Bean? Nope. That's a actual food. Um, what's Oh my goodness. Red bubble. That's the website. Red bean. I'm thinking about ice cream and sushi and I'm like, Oh, red bean ice cream. Never mind. Just it's red bubble. We can buy some merch. Uh, the link is going to be in the description below. My mind is out of whack right now. And, uh, yeah. So once again, thank you so much, Quadro. Anytime. My friend. I'm glad I'm not the only one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, people have no idea. Like when they're like, Oh man, you sound so polished on your pocket. I'm like, I stuttered 58 <laughs> times before that came out. I read. I, I asked that question four times before it actually came out. Oh, man, I'm so glad I'm not the only one. It's it's way easier to be a guest than it is to be a host. Way easier. I find it hard for both. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I feel man. pressure. Like, I'm nervous every time, no matter if I'm a guest or a host. Like, I'm nervous. Like, oh, my goodness. I don't want to put you in a bad light. I don't want to butcher this. I don't want to butcher your name, which I already did. But they don't know that because I'm going to cut that out and I'm going to put the right way I said it. But anyways, like, I'm always concerned. Like, I want to make sure my guest is having a good time because that's my priority. No, man. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Like, being like the whole thing. Like, people have no idea how tough it is to to host. Like, you got to you want to make sure the flow is good. You got to make sure. you want to make it sound like a genuine conversation. You don't want to like sound like an idiot. You uh, <laughs> you want to actually listen, so you make sure that you could you know, uh, so it sounds like a real conversation. Like there's so much nuance to it. You're taking notes as you go, kind of thing. There's so much nuance to it, but uh, people just because like I'm sure you, this is episode 95. You said yeah. Like if, listen to your episode five and listen to your episode. <laughs> 90 like it's, it's you're the like your skill set just improves tremendously it's amazing 
because it's so tough. I completely agree with you, man. And you know what? I sounded like an idiot on episode one to episode 95 so far. And you know what? I'm proud of it because it makes me who I am. An idiot. <laughs> no, apparently, that's what no, my wife tells me. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> no way, man. No, you're killing it. And like I said, this is a great little uh, podcast for just escaping, man. Just like, uh, just, you know, taking a break from the worries of the world and just hear about the cool stuff people are doing, man. So keep at it. It's all thanks to you, man. All thanks to people like you. So, uh, yeah, until the next episode. Make some time for your hobby. Take care. Amen. <laughs>